0: Hello and welcome to the PacMag Parents Podcast, your place to laugh and learn. Everything we do is to make the lives of everyday parents easier. Without further ado, let's welcome our hostess with the mostess, Bree James.
1: Well, welcome to the Pac-Man Parents podcast. Bree James here with you. And on today's episode, we are chatting to Jackson Goding from Fine Reason Therapy about the dangers of addiction within our children. And make sure to stay tuned to the Weird, the Wacky and the Wonderful World of Parenting segment as we have an amazing gadget that will save your snacks from going stale. We've also found your next designer accessory that is fashionable and can also hold vomit. Yep, you heard me, you don't want to miss this one. And this week's tip is perfect for those who suffer with smelly feet, or know someone else that does. You can't blame smelly feet on the dog though, really, can you? Anyway, let's get into today's show. Addiction can refer to a wide range of compulsive behaviours, but in today's society it can have a much wider meaning for children to adolescents. Uh This includes an out-of-control attachment to the internet and video games, alcohol and drug use even texting, exercise and food. So today we chat to Jackson Goding, who is a psychotherapist based in Sydney, about the warning signs of addiction in our children and the dangers it can present. So let's get him on Zoom.
0: It's time to get to class. So
1: tell me, what types of addiction are there and how does it begin? Because it's something that I think all parents worry about, uh, that our children are going to get addicted to anything, really, whether that's gaming, uh, drugs in the future or work maybe even. Um, so what what are the types of addiction and how does it begin?
2: So I guess that the two main types of addiction you have, your, your chemical addiction, which is um, your, to your, your drugs and alcohol, um, and that's, you know, few and far in between of anything from uh, You guess you binge drinking in your early ages from time, ta- you know, trying uh, marijuana and all the way through ecstasy to ice to heroin um, and everything in between of all the little bits and bobs and you got um what's becoming a bit more apparent at the moment is pain medication. So people are starting to abuse benzodiazepine um, and just other opioids for pain and getting hooked on them, Valium, that sort of thing, and then being really hard to withdraw from. Then there's the process addictions. So you're looking more at the video gaming side of things. Um, our addictions to a technology um, or just general um you know, can be eating and stuff like that, um, like big, big problems with our body or eating disorders as well. So, all of those could be seen as addiction. But I guess the way—it's a bit of a trick question that one, because the way that I look at addiction is, it's anything, anything that we that we can have a um, temporary relief or reward from. Um, and, and it, that just plays out in any behaviour or activity and some of the ones I've listed, but, but other things that are just general things that we do, shopping, um, exercise, It's it comes from everywhere, you know. It's just, if we, if we can abuse it and it can give us a reward or temporary relief from whatever's going on for us, then we can be addicted to that.
1: Yeah, and there's lots of things, obviously. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I know, you know, so many people that have gotten addicted to gambling or they have gotten addicted to even just online shopping, you know, um, they don't realize it's an addiction. So yeah. what are the warning signs, I guess, because it is a concern. We all get addicted to something in our life at some point and have to bring it under control. It could be Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. even, so,
2: Yeah. And look, I think that the, the thing is, there's so many things that, All of us think, I don't know. That's fine. I can watch. I can watch TV, and I can exercise, and I can do yoga. But all those things can be taken advantage of. All of those things can be our, um, I guess, our thing that we're filling a void with. So the warning signs. I guess when we're talking, we're talking about. I guess children. um, um, The warning signs are 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 physiological um, and psychological. So the physiological, like the physical signs, they're probably a little bit easier to to look at. So we're looking at changing in sleeping habits, Um, feeling a bit shaky or, I guess, a bit sick, you know, the next day or a couple of days past that, needing to take um, more of whatever that behaviour activity is to get the same effect, Um, or I guess um, other things. So if we're relying on that drug or activity or behavior then we put that in our hierarchy of need and we don't actually do things like shower eating at the same way we do um and then then we see the sort of changes in our weight as well potentially so the physiological sort of side of things are a little bit easier to to pick especially as a parent because you get that moodiness and, you know, it's hard when they're depending where you're at in your, your teens age, they might just be moody and, and having puberty. But, um, you know, if you know that they're up to something already or they're starting to, and it could be video gaming. It's that what happens after, what happens when they're not using that drug or doing that activity? Do they become snappy? Do they become irritable? Do they become, you know, not the normal sort of, kid that they normally act like and it starts to look a little bit different that's where we tap into a little bit more of the psychological sort of signs so then we're looking at um you know you can tell that they're more relaxed or they're more, I guess, numb to their reality when they're on those drugs or doing those behaviors. Um, you start, they start to sort of be a bit sneaky, you know, keeping secrets and from the family or, or just acting a little bit different and stuff like that in their, in their attitude and their mood. Um, they start having, problems at school you know there might that might be a homework problem that might be um you know some more conversations about oh I've had this fight and this fight with this friend and this friend oh I'm not talking to this person anymore um what else you got yeah changes in friendships done, to hang out with that wrong different crowd or not so wrong but just everyone's experimenting where they're young and and getting into that age where they might be just happening to be around that um that sort of thing so you know, hanging out with older friends or or being in certain areas where that, that stuff's more common and stuff like that. And then that's where they're asking that they want to be going to. Um, maybe there's conversations you've already had with them about, is this becoming a problem for you, whether it's drinking, whether it's drugs, and then noticing their their responses. No, 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 it's fine. I don't have a problem or no, 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 it's this, it's that. And then I guess being able to really notice what's their reaction to it rather than, you know, believing them, um, every single time when they're trying to say, no, 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 it's this. like just trying to pick up on tiny little signs that might be, I guess, giving some of that away. Then there's other things like anxiety and depression. They're massive signs because a lot of these behaviors we're doing are directly because of our depression, anxiety. We're trying to get rid of that. So that's what we're using to cope. If that makes sense.
1: It does completely. And I guess, um, there is so many things, as you said, that we can get addicted to and uh, especially around technology and, you know, I guess it's that hit of dopamine um, that that people are searching for. But when do we and how can we help children that are showing signs of addiction to certain things?
2: So the most in, the, the most common thing that, that people do, and, and I, don't, I don't believe that it's the right thing to do, depending where they're at as, as children, if there's teens or later teens or whatever, and we sort of have this approach that we need to put people in the jail. We need to put people in a rehab. We need to put people in the naughty corner. We need to, we need to say, unless you stop this, you've got to move out. Like we, as a society, I, I used to being... If you're doing something wrong we need to punish and make consequences for those things and nine times out of ten that doesn't work sometimes it's the hard truth that people need to hear i get that but sometimes that's that's actually what's pushing them further away if they've got problems with video gaming they got problems with taking drugs the last thing they need is to be shunned and and shamed and corrected for that thing so the most important thing in terms of how we're going to do this, the, the opposite of addiction is connection. The thing that we need to be doing is connecting. We need to be connecting with it, with our young people, especially our young people. When, um, when, when they're adults, you know, it's a lifetime of potential um, ups and downs, pushing them in and out of society that are trying to get them, you know, better with these wrong approaches that are, you know, a lot of the time coming from a good place. But what we're seeing is that it's probably getting a little bit too personal. You know, it's like, this is really impacting me. I need you to stop this. And, and then it becomes this like push pull rather than I want to hold some space for you. And I want to be compassionate with you. and I actually want to know what's going on. If we start to do that and we start to hear and allow time and energy into what's going on for somebody else that's the only way forward because when we when we're in addiction or when we're in these behaviors that are repetitive and um, you know causing us some consequences in our life whether it's pushing people away or just isolating us we're disconnecting we're disconnecting from ourselves and we're disconnecting from other people around us so the solution isn't more of that the solution is the opposite of that and to connect.
1: This podcast is proudly brought to you by Good Start Early Learning. Good Start can nurture your little one right from the nursery through to kindergarten with the choices of a nine-hour, ten-hour or all-day session. Visit goodstart.org.au and inquire today. And that's It's a really nice insight because I guess, you know, in today's day and age, we're all, you know, attention is you know addictive, I guess, through social media, and um, you know there's software companies that have psychologists trying to work out how they can keep our attention on the device and on their software and things like that, mm-hmm. um, with those compulsion loops and all that sort of scary stuff. Mm-hmm. But it is about people having that connection. So, what do you suggest to parents that they see their child that is starting to have an addiction to something that's probably not so healthy? Because obviously, focusing on that issue and saying, you know, you've got this issue, I don't like it, and blah, 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 as you said, isn't, isn't helpful. So, you know, what should we be doing? Do we need to start playing that video game to see why they're obsessed with it? And, you know, because obviously technology is not going anywhere. Um, so, mm-hmm. but obviously, you know, it does lead to other addictions as well, like eating and things like that that you've spoken about.
2: Yeah, we, we will find, you know, people with addiction will find their way to the next addiction people that are in recovery that have, have have stopped taking drugs and alcohol will still have their cruxes that have got to be careful of just because they're not drugs and alcohol doesn't mean they're not going to still um, you know self-sabotage in some of these other areas the the thing with with um, you know I guess knowing what to do is 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 not about what's what they're presenting with it it's this stuff is traced back to a painful experience almost of the time, I don't know the exact statistic, but it is very high. Addiction is traced back to a painful experience. It doesn't have to come from um, trauma every single time, but it will come from some sort of pain. And we're trying to escape that pain. So it's serving a purpose, whatever we're doing. Whatever this, you know, negative coping mechanism that we're doing, which is becoming unhealthy and and affecting our, our relationships, is still serving a purpose for us because it's taking us out of reality that I don't like. Now that might be a hard look in the mirror for some dysfunctional family system stuff that's going on. Maybe there's some drinking as a parent. Maybe there's um, arguments. Maybe there's divorce. Maybe there's. Um, you know the 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 son or the daughter feeling not good enough and not being able to uh, get the attention or get the love and nurture that they need and and that's how they're dealing with this stuff or it's 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 less inside the family system and it's about being bullied and it's about being um excluded or it's about our self-image in in our school systems and and then not knowing where to turn and not getting you know, our needs met from our friend groups, but then not being able to be vulnerable enough with our parents to, to, I guess, self-soothe and, and become okay with that. So the next best thing is I'm going to, I'm going to game for eight hours a day because yeah, that's, that's still giving me a reward. I'm still using my motor and um, cognitive skills. Like it's still good for me, but it's feeling, it's filling a void for me. It's escaped me from reality and it's, it's a band-aid solution for some bigger pain that I'm experiencing that I don't really know what to do with.
1: But obviously it's, you know, anyone can have an addiction to anything. And I think, you know, I think it's being aware. like you've said that you have that addictive type personality to things and having strategies to know, Hey, I'm starting to overindulge in that, whatever that thing is, yep. um, bring it back in. So how can we teach our children to have that sort of insight, I guess, because it is, I think a major concern for any parent um, that their child's going to have a negative addiction. Mm-hmm.
2: We need to teach our, our kids, for really, really, as early as we can, that it's okay to feel, to understand what our feelings are, and to reach out for help. The best way to do that is by role modeling it, is by being and showing compassion and actually actively participating in that with your partner, with your children, with people in the street and allowing your children to see that and mirror that and understand what that looks like and what that means. When we hold space for someone, it's essentially meaning we're able to be with someone in their pain, in their experience. So if we, and it's an intense skill, you know, that's that's what I professionally do. It's not, it doesn't come naturally for, for a lot of people. And if, if our parents before us didn't know how to do that, we're learning from scratch and this is the cycle. So then we're trying to educate feelings that we never really got taught. So we have to, the only way to break the cycle is be willing to go through some of these experiences ourselves and start to learn what it means to be vulnerable, start to learn what it means to properly connect with one another and actually start to do that. And then, as, as young as we can get our kids to do that, we're going we're gonna to really start to get kids to understand, oh, I'm drinking at 13 because, you know, mom and dad fight and I understand that and I, and I can then know what I need to do with that. And when it gets to a point of overindulgence, like you said, or, you know, consequences are happening, relationships are breaking down, whether it's family, whether it's friends, I can go, I know this space this is more pain than pleasure right now. And I need to know that I can go and speak out about this and actually reach out for help.
1: Great piece of advice to uh, end on there. Um, So if anyone is listening who may be experiencing addiction themselves, any last parting words?
2: Um, I guess a lot of people are going to be telling you a lot of different things. Um, And I think the, the important thing is, is, Being able to start by looking inward and look at what's going on for you and then being able to say, can I do this alone? Can I hold whatever I'm holding by myself? And if I can't, who's my go-to? Who can I be vulnerable with? And if I can't be vulnerable, what's that about? How can I then do that? So it's about finding that own way and finding your own path of how you're going to start doing the opposite of addiction, which is to then connect and whatever, however that looks like and works like for you. Maybe that's a professional when you're seeking some help. Um, maybe that's calling Lifeline, which is an anonymous service, to start to talk about some of that stuff first. Maybe it's a parent. Maybe it's a good friend. Don't really matter. we just got to find that person we can feel safe with.
1: Thank you so much, uh, Jackson, for your amazing insights today. Uh, you can find more at findreasontherapy.com. um, to find out more about his amazing work. Thank you so much uh, for being on the show today and for helping us understand addiction a little bit better because it's such a a worrisome thing, I think, for parents. Um, And many of us parents are getting addicted to stuff as well. So it's something Mm. to work out how we can have some self-control and realise when we have an issue and be able to work on it and, uh, as you said, find someone that we can connect with to have a discussion around it.
2: Mm. Well, thanks, Bree. Honour to be here. Thanks for having me the weird the wacky and the
0: wonderful in the world of parenting
1: vomit it's the one thing us parents see way too much of and often too often as well um there's nothing pretty about it or it smells and it's just disgusting and it gets everywhere now your children can puke in style with the designer puke bags yes you heard it right these bags have a variety of designs that range from bamboo greenery pink roses and a lovely apricot floral design sorry to say though i don't think a bamboo pattern bag is going to make you feel any more zen about the hurling but it's a designer bath bag and you know hopefully it holds it all in and they actually get their face in it in time but knowing uh, knowing our children they miss the bucket and get it on the floor anyway Everyone loves cherries, whether it be in a jam, a pie, a crumble, or just by themselves. But what no one likes is the seeds that come with them, especially when it's unexpected. Uh, We've heard of apple corers, but what about a machine that could be deceiving your cherry? Uh, the multi cherry stoner is a device that removes cherry seeds with a simple push of the lid. You can even remove up to seven seeds at one time. Now, this is something I didn't know I needed until now for t- cherry season. The multi cherry stoner. Go and check it out on uh, on Amazon. I think we will have the link there. And this one is the iTouchless touchless handheld bag sealer. Now I've seen this pop up on my social media all the time and I think it's a sign that I need to try it. So this is a handheld bag sealer which provides an airtight seal that will help keep your snacks stay fresher for longer. Now I've seen this device used with packets of chips, open pasta bags, and even soup in a bag. Now don't ask me why you'd have soup in a bag, but hey, it worked. And they sealed that bad boy up with no leaks, so to use it all you need to do is clamp it down on the bag and pull it across the top and ta-da! It's sealed in seconds. So well, we'll put that in the show notes as well if you haven't seen it already.
0: If you're loving the Mag Parenting Podcast, then you'll love our other channels. Follow Mag on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Pinterest. It's time for Bree's Give It A Go Challenge.
1: All right, for this week's Give It A Go Challenge, it's time we declutter. I want you to find three items a day for the whole week, for seven days. It's going to be 21 items by the end of the week that you're going to donate. And at the end of the week, you're going to do this and your house is going to feel cleaner, but you're going to have a bit of a sense of accomplishment for helping those in need. So give it a go. The 21 item challenge to donate.
0: It's a wrap. What did we learn on today's show?
1: So what did we learn on today's show? Well, number one is that addiction Is anything that we have a temporary reward or relief from, which this can cause addictions. That could be anything from food to exercise to gaming and drugs. So anything. It's so many things. Anything that we can have a temporary reward or relief from can be something we can get addicted to. Now, number two, the warning signs are psychological and physiological uh, so the physiological changes are changing sleep patterns feeling unwell uh, during doing more to get the hit of something so doing more exercise every single day for instance uh, and change it changes in habits and dressing and eating and things like that so they're the physiological signs but the psychological ones are you know they're beginning to be sneaky uh, they're becoming numb to things they're having problems at school uh, and changes in friendships etc etc so they're the psychological changes that you may notice so keep an eye out for those number three is that the opposite of addiction is attention um, and connection so people are you know really searching for connection so addiction usually stems from an an unresolved trauma that we are escaping so when you know someone that's having a bit of an addiction problem look beneath the surface of what it that is they're trying not to uh, resolve and they're trying to escape and that might help you solve that addiction issue and lastly was we need to teach our kids to feel and for reach out for help when they need it. So we need to mirror the behavior we want them to have and, and realistically get them to really feel into their hearts about why they're having this behavior and try and get to the bottom of it because no one wants to be controlled by an addiction. And as uh, our wonderful guest today was saying, it's so easy uh, to replace an addiction with another one. So a huge thanks to Jackson for his amazing insights on the show today. Well, that's the end of the show. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Remember uh, to check out any important links in the show notes. And a huge thank you to Jackson Goading for coming on today. It was great to have you. Uh, But everyone else, I hope you are going well in life. And until next time, happy parenting. And don't forget to tell everyone you heard it on PacMag.